You're listening to the Monday Recap with Bishop Patrick Sutton, pastor of the Grace Community Fellowship Church, the City of Grace. All right, so today in worship, we have one of the sons of the house preaching, Minister Donald Cooper, and his sermon topic today was about coming back to tell God thank you. Um, as we went into this thankful season, this Thanksgiving season, I think it was really a good topic, a good subject matter to bring up today. And so we're going to raise a couple of questions with both Minister Cooper here as well as Bishop Sutton. And one of the first questions, the first topic we want to talk about is why do we not come back to say thank you after we've gotten what we've requested from God, after we've come to him, once we've gotten our answer, once we've gotten that thing, why do we not come back and say thank you? Well, I believe that um, why a lot of times uh, us as believers don't come back to say thank you is because a lot of times we feel as believers that we entitled um, to the blessing or this is something that we should get or we should have. And so when we get that blessing, we tend to mishandle the blessing or misrepresent what the blessing of the way it came. And also, too, uh, we turn our our blessing that we receive. We have the the attitude of being um, unappreciative or ungrateful for what God has done. And so what we do is we don't like the 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 way that God done what he does and so we do know that god is sovereign so he can do what he want to do how he want to do it when he want to do it but the thing is the way that he do it we don't appreciate that so uh a lot of time us as believers the, where we're going into right now we see that i'm almost upset at how he did it i wanted him to come through the door but he came through the window so but at the end of the day he still made the way for you man that's good man that's a good that's a good question man and that's a good answer, even to just piggyback on what you're saying. Um, I, I noticed that to be true, uh, especially with a lot of believers, we 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 come to church when, we, when, we, when we're trying to get it. We begging God. We're on our knees. We're crying. We're snotting. But as soon as God do it, and then we step back and say, I'm good until I, until I have a need again. I call it the same syndrome that it is when, when the doctor prescribes you a medicine and you take that medicine until you start feeling good. And once you're feeling good, you stop taking it. Versus understand that you need to go and take the whole 30 pills. But you start feeling good at the 15th pill, at the, 50, at the 16th pill, and now I'm good, I'm not taking the rest. And that's the same thing. It's like, man, I'm, I, after I get it, I'm good. Now, God, I'm, I'm going to see you on the next go-round when I need another blessing. So, man, that's a good question uh, uh, that, that we do. And a lot of believers, after they get it, it's like, I'm good uh, until another crisis pop up. So <clears throat> that, that kind of leads to, the, to another point. You know, we'll do what we need to do to, to get the blessing. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go hard for yes. We'll go hard for God when we need to get the blessing. We'll go, you know, we'll tithe, we'll give. Yes. We're going to always be present. You're not going to beat us in being present. But as soon as he makes the way, as soon as he shows himself, so then it's nice. like, we're all we. It's so, like, so what, nice. what, what, you know, there's a danger in that. It is. There, it is. There's, a, there's a true danger in that. So, okay, speak to that a little bit. Man, like, I, I also, um, you said that's a danger. I like to add to that. It's, it's almost an area of ingratitude. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, wow, I'm using you mm -hmm. to get what I want. Man, I'm going to use you. And that's the reason why in this 11th month, on this 10th day, 
a lot of people sitting at home frustrated, yeah. aggravated, and irritated because I used you, God, to get it. And somewhere down the line, I lost it. And guess what? I'm going to blame you, God. And God's saying, no, 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 no. You did with it, too. This, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say something just a minute about something you talked about on your sermon. Oh, for what I would say was is that they would do to maintain, uh, they would do what they need to take to get it. Uh, I realize that a lot of times believers, uh, as people, they get comfortable, mm-hmm. and and they get comfortable in the way that after they get the blessing, uh, they get comfortable in the way that if how the blessing is being produced in their life. Yeah. So yeah. how the blessing is being produced in their life, if they feel like it has met its purpose or it has met the purpose for them, then they tend to get comfortable and uh, have no need to say that, hey, I still need access to it. And that's what a lot of times we feel like, as believers, I found out that uh, the reason why they don't do the same thing to maintain it, they feel no more value in it. Wow. They become comfortable wow. Wow. in the access that they have to it. It, wow. it served its purpose. And mm-hmm. really, honestly, it has not because it's continuing and because you're continuing. And so when you realize that what you're asking from God, you need to be able to do the same thing it took to, to get it. It's the same thing you have to do to maintain it. Because maintaining really shows uh, the evidence to people. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. people to let them know that what you had going on. You, you got the evidence to show for it. And a lot of times now we look at people, but they don't have the evidence to show for it because they stopped after it served a purpose. And, and not only that, we got to understand, faith get it. Mm-hmm. It takes work, work. to maintain it. And that's where we lose it, in the working part. Faith got it. Something you said in your sermon, and uh, the question was, man, what made them ask Jesus or what made Jesus see them? Uh, but then if you go down to that 19th verse, it talked about faith. And understand that, man, when we, when we get an understanding that faith is always going to produce itself. And once faith produces itself, it takes work to maintain it, man. And that's where we lose it uh, uh, in this in this modern day church. Yeah. We preach faith, but we don't preach maintain. You know, we don't preach maintenance, man. Uh, what car can keep going? without maintenance. We all have a, a thing on our car that called check engine light. And when that check engine light come on, it came on for a reason. But because it don't stop right away, we'll ignore it. And, um, so if I can just want to know, ask Bishop, um, what do you believe or what do you think about going into this era as with the millennium of this new generation? Because um, uh, mom and them in old school, they would have the era where you can beat them thanking God. And now we're living in an era where it's uh, pushing and priming or pulling teeth to baby to, to just really understand or really have the uh, understanding that we thank God just for who he is and what he's done. Why, why do you think we're in an era now? It's two reasons. You said, number one, you said it earlier, a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this generation of believers have a sense of entitlement. They feel like they're entitled to it. And then number two, the sense of workmanship. This generation don't have to work as hard for anything. The reason why Mama and was grateful, the reason why Granny was grateful, man, they had to work. Man, they they went to work. They cleaned houses. They uh, cleaned toilets. They went to work and had to deal with some things. So when they got it, they like, God, thank you. 
Now, everybody want to be a boss. And everybody think that me being a boss, I don't have to work hard for it. So I believe it's the work ethic. Number one, it's the reason why they're not grateful. And then number two, the sense of entitlement. Uh, because things are handed down. We've done things for our kids. And now they're grown. And they feel like, oh, it should be handed to me on a silver platter. So, um, as we're going into this period of thankfulness and the thankful season, we're in the last literally month and a half. We're we're clearing the second Sunday. We got two more Sundays in November, and then five Sundays in December. What is one thing that you want to tell the people, put on the people's minds from both of you, both Minister Cooper and Bishop? What's one thing you want to put on the people's minds to kind of guide their perspective? You know. Uh, for the remainder of the year, you know, we've, so much has been done for us in our lives. God has provided so many things. If we look back, we can see that. But how? What can you do to help us lift up this thankful spirit? What can you say to speak to that? Um, well, as I said before, uh, actually in the sermon today, uh, one one point that was pushed to let us know that a lot of times, as us as believers now, we tend to overlook. Uh, God's ability and want to think it's his responsibility. Now, it is, he has the ability to do certain things for us, to wake us up, to give us our blessing, to give us, that's his ability. But it's not his responsibility what he have to do what he needs to do that we that we want him to do. So once as us as believers, this new generation take on the essence of understanding that uh, he has the ability, just like the three Hebrew boys that was in the fire furnace, what they said, that even if he don't do it, I know that he's still able. And that's where we need to recognize as believers that we know that he's able. And then we, we thank him for what he's doing or thank him for doing what he said he was going to do. Man, I like that. And, um, Last night, I um, went to bed with a little sense of discouragement. I watched two Christmas trees being lit, and I'm saying, wow, it was a time that the world would celebrate Thanksgiving. We don't skip over Thanksgiving and going straight to, to Christmas. You look at these commercials now, they talking about Black Friday now. And Black Friday is always after the Friday after Thanksgiving. So if anything, when I look at the church, we should uh, we should have a sense of gratitude. The Bible says this, in all things, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. We so busy thinking that uh, it's about long skirts, it's about uh, no tattoos, it's about speaking correctly, it's about hooping and hollering, now you're in the will. No, give thanks in all things, for this is the will of God concerning you. This last season of, this, of the year, I want the church to understand that we need a grateful heart. Man, be thankful. Yes, I know 11 months probably was rough. I know 11 months some things happened. I know 11 months you lost some things. But in the midst of it, can you find a little spark? to say thank you, because that little spark can turn into a fire. And once that fire catches, man, you'll leave and you'll close off this year with a grateful heart. Yeah. Well, thank you guys both for sharing on uh, on today. 
I do want to drop a plug in as you're listening. On the fourth Sunday of this month, we will be having our Thanksgiving worship experience here at the City of Grace. So I want to invite you to come out um, at 10.30 on that Sunday. We'll be here at 3130 Barbera Drive. Bring somebody with you. Tell somebody. Uh, like and share on the podcast as well. Reach out to us. Let us know that we're being beneficial to your life. Um, it, it will really, really help us out. Uh, and just let us know. We want to have a conversation with you. We want to connect with you. Uh, we want to be that source for you. We want to be able to encourage you in your day-to-day life. Uh, so just thank you so much for being a part of that. Thank you again to Minister Donna Cooper and as well to Bishop Patrick Suffin. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And we'll catch you next week here on the Monday Recap. Thank you for listening to the Monday Recap with Bishop Patrick Suffin, pastor of the Grace Community Fellowship Church. Here at the City of Grace, you will experience life-applicable teaching designed to encourage, empower, educate, and challenge you in your day-to-day walk. Feel free to join us for one of our worship opportunities at 10.30 a.m. on Sunday morning or at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday evenings at 3130 Barbary Drive, Houston, Texas, 77051. Thank you for listening.